<laughs> you just pointed. I was gonna point, but then I, I thought she was gonna like three, two, one, and I was gonna go. And then she said action. So I guess we've already been rolling. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to be our friends. Be our friends pod. That's another right. episode, another day, another good time in sunny California, right? Yep, nice nope. and sunny. Right. Okay. Anyways, hey, welcome. <laughs> How awkward is that? Uh, seriously, welcome back. We got friends here. We have friends. We got Joel. I'm the friend. Um, hey. Or we're trying to figure out a nickname for Joel. I haven't come up with one yet. Joel. Joel. Yeah. J O L. J O. What's your last name? Mott. Joel Mott. Mott. I'm really good. I'm. I'm like. Oh, J M. Pretty go, good, go right? We got J M on the pod move. with us, there and then go. we got Lauren. Come on. <laughs> it's me. Lauren. What's your nickname? Tell everybody. I'm T T. T T Lala. T T with two T's. There is a story. You want to tell a story? Oh gosh. It's actually kind of good. Short version about my teeth. About your teeth. Yeah. Tell Joel. Joel's really interested. I know Joel. It's so good. There's a grill too, so we could grill something. Fun fact. I'm a bit adventurous a and bit, i decided a lot of it. yeah it was a great idea we were playing volleyball the game where you like keep hit the, the ball you up. Try it. no no but the game we were playing oh, was how oh, many see, hits could we get on the ball like without oh yeah, yeah yeah i've done that. i was outside of the pool some people were in the pool i decided how to sick jump. would it be if i dove in for the ball to save mm. it so i did forgetting that i was in the four foot range and so as soon oh, as i no. went in the water my smacked the bottom of the pool. You're kidding and me. And my two front teeth were gone. No <laughs> way. How well, old were you? What did Raina say? You how became... Because was <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like was adult, adult teeth? Tell them how old you were, Lauren. Tell them how old you Because I'm wondering if it's like the, the nice <laughs> teeth or the baby teeth. Oh, no. You know? I was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I important. was five months ago, years old. <laughs> oh, shoot. This was recent. <laughs> five months ago. And she became oh TT no. with no teeth. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I got TT with two teeth. Oh, that is a crazy story. Yeah. And they look good. Yeah. They Thanks. look good. My, yeah. dentist, Those. my dentist looked at them and she was like, these look better than they did before you even uh, broke them. Uh, I was like, wait, pause. Yeah, I can't pause. tell. There's wait a second. Yeah. 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 She, <laughs> she fixed me up. Yeah. There we go. Oh, man. Oh, well, hello. Lights. That was two minutes, 20 seconds of uh, explaining nicknames. Hey, we do want to <laughs> jump in. We do want to jump into this pod again. It's really conversational, so I hope you're listening to this. I don't know on a drive or something, but we're gonna dive right into it. Joel, yes. uh, we're gonna really focus these questions on you, but feel free, everyone, to jump in. Um, so I want to really talk about today. We have a lot of young leaders, right? So this mm-hmm. podcast is really catered to young leaders, and a lot of the things that I feel like we really maybe struggle with is just overcoming fear or going through fear. And yeah. I really want to know your. So you guys started California Be Safe, you and Ross. And what was the process of that? How did you overcome maybe like the nervousness, the the scariness, the fears of all that, and just running for what you felt like this is what God said? Uh, maybe yeah. talk a little bit about that, yeah. and then we'll kind of conversate. Let's go. It's honor to be on the backyard. What is it? Be our be friends. Our friends. <laughs> Cute name, huh? And just in the backyard here, as you can see, hanging yeah. out. Man, that's a great question. Actually, someone was just asking me that. And um, really the first place that I start, I think, is, is with hearing the voice of God. Mm-hmm. And because um, that's really what, what happened. I don't know if I, if I hadn't heard God's voice. I don't know that I would have had the confidence and the boldness. And um, in 2020 and 2021, when we were really getting started, like, it was it was his voice I think that really propelled us to go, and I think my journey was so much of you know 
even back in 2017, 2018, feeling like I've received these big promises from the Lord about revival and, you know, an outpouring of His Spirit in our generation and salvation breaking out and, you know, corporate gatherings of worship, these big dreams and these big promises, and then coming through a season of disappointment and really wrestling with the Lord of, like, what, what happened to that, you know, in end of 2019, end of 20, or into 2020 with the pandemic and everything, and like, God, what happened to the promises? And, and, uh, and then wrestling through that and then really hearing God's voice again, like, Joel, I, I am who I say that I am. And I, I'm, every promise is yes and amen. And in just confirming that initial word of, like, now is the time for, for revival. Now is the time for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it was, um, I don't know, I could go into so much with, with this, but the, in short, like, there was a dream that came to me through my friend, um, and he said in the dream we were all gathered together on the beach in California, and we began worshiping, and during the worship the ground began to shake, and Jesus appeared to us in the dream, brought us to the edge of the water, and, and, and he asked, like, do you hear the sound of the water? Mm. And uh, he said the, the battle in the land of California has already been won, the ground has been prepared, and now is the time for the reins of my spirit. And that was right before, you know, anything with California will be saved, before we started anything. And I felt this burning in my heart, like, man, I've got I've to believe again, you know. Wow. Like, I, I need to sign up. But like, I, I want to put action to, the, to what I feel God is speaking right now, you yeah. know. But, wow. but I think just coming back to that same point, like, I, I felt like God was speaking so clearly. And yeah. it was like the sound of his voice that really stirred that faith in me. Like, man, I, I can't be disobedient with this right now you right, know I, right. I feel like I don't know what it looks like I don't we didn't have you know much figured out at all in the yeah. beginning we still don't you know but there was there was a there was that that fire like man I know God's speaking and I I, I need to lean into this yeah. thing with 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 all that I am so that's the that's the first thing but isn't the fun part where you like don't know what to like it feels like you don't know yeah and all you have is just this like word from God yeah I feel like for us that's really been like a fun journey for us to so many of the, the steps we take or the things we do is kind of just like, well, this is what God said. And it yep. feels like, yeah. it feels scary in certain moments, right? Where it's yep. like, you're telling us to do what? Mm -hmm. But yet we do it. And every time we take that step, we see the faithfulness of God yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah. And so we've never failed by just trusting God. Yeah. But you mentioned something you had overcome disappointment. Yeah. What was that journey like for you? Because I think yeah. sometimes... Uh, as young people, and y'all, again, feel free to step into this, oh, yeah. but I think as young people, once disappointment hits, we give up, mm. right? I feel like someone said this, that I think it was Christine Kane. She said, I'm 55 years old, um, and the reason why I'm still here is because I'm not better than anybody else. I just didn't quit. Mm. And I think yeah. disappointment is like, like a key thing for so many young people just to be like, well, it didn't go as planned, mm. or I didn't, it didn't happen the way I thought, so therefore, I'm going to not do it. How yeah. did you overcome yeah seasons of disappointment and just to keep pushing through yeah well I'll tell you what happened for me like that you know like I said in 2018 just fired up like God had just encountered me and uh, I was just burning you know I had just moved to Pasadena and joined myself to a, a group of young crazy praying and fasting young people and uh, discipleship school there and um, incredible year right I'm like I'm I'm growing in in community and character development and learning how to pray, learning how to worship, and 
and and it's an incredible year but then we get kicked out of our our building the the, the campus there historic place ralph winter founded it in the 1950s to be he called it the u.s center for world mission so a lot of different ministries there and we're in this historic place called Ma Auditorium, which is, um, I, feel, I felt so connected to that, that's the prophetic storyline over this auditorium. It's that Ma is my name, and uh, guys like Lou Engel and, and The Call were based in this place for a number of years, and this is where our school is meeting. So we get kicked out of Ma, the campus goes on for sale, a secular organization buys the campus, right? They start doing construction, and I live right there next to the, the campus, and they put this ugly pink fence up around the, you know, like the ugliest pink you can imagine, and uh, like a hot pink, you know? <laughs> and so every morning I wake up, and no I'm just like, Dang. Uh, yeah, Dude, I'm just reminded of like the, the disappointment and the discouragement, and um, you guys, like, I think, you know, I'm, I always say this, like, I'm a, I'm a genuinely pretty joyful Guy, like, I, I have hope for the future. I've got yeah. joy in my heart, and mm-hmm. I'm like a Enneagram 7, if you guys know anything about the Enneagram. Like, there we go. Like, uh, Aren't you a 7? I think so. Yeah, like you're a 7. Let's go, Team 7. Hey, come on. You know, like, I, I, I don't advise being, because I came to this season of, of really just wrestling with the Lord, like, right? a, a period of a few months here, like, God, what in the world happened? And then right in that same time, the pandemic rolls around, right? Mm-hmm. And... We're supposed to be isolated and all this, and our governor's saying crazy things, and and it was really like the the exclamation mark on that whole season for me of like, man, what happened? Like this is so contrary to what I had in mind, right? <laughs> of like yeah. the corporate gathering, like the corporate expression of worship, revival breaking out on the beaches, and you know, this is early on in 2020, and and um, it was really a, a a difficult season, and I remember just complaining a lot. <laughs> And this is what I've been saying, like, I don't ad- advise being negative, um, but I do advise being honest mm-hmm. with the Lord. Good. So good. And I remember one night, just late at night, I'm just angry, you know, and I, I, I walk out on my street there and just, I remember just punching the fence. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I'm like, first of all, God, look how ugly the fence is, <laughs> right? Second of all, like, what happened to the promises, you know, and, wow. and um, yeah. I felt the Lord in that season, he was bringing me to a crossroads, and so this is to answer that question, I think some of us need to get to a crossroads, mm-hmm. and this is where the Lord brought me, I knew that, that there was a decision before me, it's, it's either I'm 100% sold, sold out, and I, I'm gonna, with my entire life, I'm leaning into like the words that God's spoken over my yeah, life, right? That's right. Or I just go home and forget about it wow. completely. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Wow. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it was, the, it was this place the Lord brought me to. Like, Joel, what do you really believe? Yeah. Like, let's get to the depth of your faith here. Is it just, it's almost as if like the Lord was saying to me, like, it's, it's, it's so awesome that you were able to burn for a year, mm. for a season. Mm. But what do you, what do you believe? Like in this scenario when... <laughs> feels like the world's shutting down, there's a pandemic, there's fear running rampant across yeah. the, the whole world, it feels like we're wow. supposed to be isolated in our, in our rooms, right? Like, what, what do you believe? I think it's easy to believe sometimes when we're, we've got our community, we're together, there's a prophetic swirl going around, and yeah. Lou Angle's in the front of the room rocking, you know? Oh, he rocks. <laughs> like, yeah. there's momentum in and, 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 and this environment, right, which, I, which is where I came from. 
Um, but what do we believe when we're locked up in our room by ourselves and there's a pandemic going across the, the globe and fears running rampant and heaviness and depression and suicide rates are through the roof, you know, yeah. as we've come through this crazy season. Um, like, what do you believe? Right? Yeah. And this was kind of the decision table that the Lord, I felt him bring me to in the, even in the middle of this season of dis- disappointment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, like, I want to, I don't want to just be one of those people that just checks out when it gets a little hard, you know? And I was honestly so tired of my own, like, jadedness and skepticism at the end of that season. I was like, man, this is not, like, this is not who I'm, I don't want to be this kind of, what am I going to be, like, 70-year-olds and and 70-year-old and just grumpy and, you know, like, like, mad at God? Like, this is not who I'm, I know God's called me to be something more than this, you know, and it was in that place of honesty and just being honest with the Lord, I felt the grace come over to me just to lay aside that unbelief. So and I said, God, like, I repent for my unbelief, and I, I want to be a man of faith, you know? I want to be remembered for someone who took your word seriously and, and, and leaned in with my whole life, you know, mm-hmm. to see those promises come to pass. So and so that's I'm, kind of a long answer to your question. No, but I, I love that. I love what you're talking about, and I commend you, by the way, for getting to that place of honesty and then saying yes yeah because i think sometimes we can get to that place and then walk away yeah yeah and for you just to to wrestle through and to say you know what i'm here and i'm disappointed and i'm going through all this and it doesn't make any sense and this pink fence is the ugliest fence exactly I've ever seen, yeah and i could punch it 12 times yeah <laughs> i really commend you because i think even to those who are listening like sometimes i think it's at the point where we feel like i want to give up yeah. is right at that point, yeah. right on the other side is yeah. where your breakthrough is going to yeah. come. Yeah. And I think if you could just hold on a little bit longer and just yep. believe God. But I think that's that's what you said, right? You came to this point, and it's like, I, I mean, how many conversations have we had in regards to, like, I don't want to quit when it gets hard. Mm-hmm. Like, when yeah. did Jesus ever promise us the easy way? Exactly. In fact, did he not say difficult is the way, narrow is, like, the road, yeah. right? And I think... Um, we're going to go through storms and we're going to go through challenges and we are going to feel resistance. But just because we feel those things doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, this is the point where I tap out. I think that's where the point, like for me, it's like I got to buckle in and I've I've really got to focus. And so um, I love that. I I really do commend you for that because I think sometimes we overlook that part and it's, you really get to that place, right? Of like, gosh, this sucks. Yeah. Like, I, I've been in seasons where I'm like, this is, like, the worst season I feel like I've yeah. ever been in my whole entire life, but yet my yes to you is still my yes. Yeah, that's it. And that's so, it. so I love that. TT, what about yeah. you? Any fe- any seasons maybe of, I called you TT, and people are probably like, what? That's okay. <laughs> Lauren. That's what I'm used to now. That's so uh, funny. Let's talk about maybe for you, how have you maybe overcome certain seasons? Um, I was thinking about that as you were talking, and I'm glad. <laughs> Glad you were thinking. <laughs> there we go. I was listening to you. No, Yay. personally, I know I've been through some of those seasons, but I think the most recent was one for my family, but primarily for my mom. Mm-hmm. And I know I shared with, with you guys, but my mom, um, who is a social worker, has been struggling for the past like seven plus years. Um, and it, I've seen it just get harder and harder for her because you know, working these cases with kids who have been through a lot, because she's in the foster care and adoption um, portion of of social work, and 
just seeing her be so overwhelmed by these difficult cases, having to bring them home. She's salaried, so she's working at work, and then she comes home, and she has to write reports and all these things, and just believing to the Lord for for a new job or, or something, because my, my dad's retired. Um, we needed better health care because she's diabetic, but she can't quit her job because if she quits her job, we don't have the health care. So just, like, Ongoing. in this circle, yeah, yeah. And, and me yeah. and my dad, like, continuing to partner with her in prayer and and just ask like lord like strengthen her like because there's nothing we can do so i know it was hard for for us even though we're not the ones actively going through it being like there's nothing that we can do except pray for her but Mm -hmm. but it seemed like we were waiting for so long and that nothing was happening but she has said so many times like i can't do it like i just can't do it and she made it like Mm -hmm she made it all this way he strengthened her each and every day to get to get through each and every day until uh just a couple days ago she got a call and was offered um a promotion as a supervisor so she no longer has to uh handle the cases directly now she can supervise and train other people and not have such a heavy load on her and um you know that comes with a raise and so hopefully within the next three years she'll be able to retire with that rate that that she's getting now but that was that was tough, and and as a daughter, like seeing my mom so discouraged and seeing her crying out to the Lord, um, and not seeing her breakthrough, but knowing like, Lord, I trust you, like I know it's coming. Um, I tried my best to encourage her, and I know the Lord even gave me uh, a word, just a reminder of Nathaniel under that that fig tree crying mm-hmm. out to the Lord, like, do yeah. you see me? Like, I, and and hearing no response, but then finding out later, like, no, He saw you the whole time, and mm-hmm. He heard you and he was working things out for your good. So that was just a reminder for me. Whenever, you know, go through anything tough or it feels like, Lord, where are you? No, he hears you, yeah. he sees you, he's working things out. I love that. I think too, maybe let's t- pick up on this because you said your mom waited all, a long time. Yeah. Uh, we've, hear this, we've heard this saying before that it's worth the wait, mm-hmm. right? Whatever it is, the promises, um, your breakthrough, the finances, your marriage, like it is worth the wait. Maybe let's tag on this. Um, you waited, right? Your your mom waited. Torres, you probably wait. Actually, <laughs> Torres and I have this inside joke. When we got Angel Stadium and just a huge miracle, we had to overcome so many different obstacles. And there would be so many seasons, if you would look at our, th- our text thread, where we would just put the song Wait on the Lord. Because mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. times, like, all we could ever do in the seasons of, like, I don't know what else to do then wait and i think we found ourselves in so many moments where it's like the contract failed okay great wait on the board or we're not we need an email to come through what do we do like we wait so let's talk about this waiting season um it is a word that we gen z does not like yeah it is a season that we probably don't like but if we don't wait then we're wasting seasons and i heard a pastor say this that um a waiting season is not a wasted season if you wait the right way that's right and i think it's important for us to wait so maybe let's talk on this subject of how do we wait well I suppose yeah. and what does that look like yeah we yeah i mean we have to we have to wait on the lord to get his heartbeat and mm-hmm. to get hear his voice like right. we can't just start running around like headless chickens and yeah and expect i saw one by the way yeah it's it's snarly it's like crazy <laughs> we don't want to be like that I you know seen one. That's crazy. and we can't expect like crazy. we're gonna really accomplish things important things in the kingdom that way you know yeah. um i i always think of I mean, there's so many different Bible stories, but one of my favorite ones is um, actually in Second Chronicles 20. It's a story of, of King Jehoshaphat, and 
you know, the whole nation of Judah is, is about to be under attack. You know, there's enemies coming from every direction. And, and Jehoshaphat has this freak out moment of panic, right? Of like, like look at all the, the armies coming. Our army is, is tiny and how are we going to do this? And he decides to do something very smart. He, it says that he, um, he decided to inquire of the Lord. Wow. And it was in this place that, um, it's a, I mean, it's a crazy story. Like, like he's, he's the king, right? So he begins to seek God. Right. And the whole nation follows. Mm. And it describes this, this national uh, corporate gathering of, of prayer and worship, yeah. essentially, is what it is. That's right. Right? And in that setting, like, th- this is where the breakthrough starts to happen. Like, the Spirit of the Lord falls on the Levite. The Levite yeah. stands up. Like, this won't be your battle. You know, we know this. We know the story. Like the Lord is going to fight on your behalf. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to have to do a lot, but take your positions tomorrow and watch what the Lord will do. Right. And so, but I, and obviously we, the rest of the story plays on, and and they get onto the field. They start praising and worshiping, and this is where the enemies start fighting one another until they're completely destroyed. And wow. then Judah goes and takes all their plunder. It takes like three days to gather all the mm-hmm. plunder, right? And they go back into and they're rejoicing and. Um, but I love that it started really with um, a moment for for King Jehoshaphat. I think there there was a temptation. There probably was a temptation there, of like, okay, how am I going to fight this in my own strength? Like, what what's the human strategy? What is um, you know the next um, program or the next like strategy that I can muster up and and try to take this victory right? But I love that he kind of gets to the end of himself and he's like, let me just wait. Let me just wait on the Lord wow. and, and get his heart. Yeah. And then obviously we know the rest of the story. So that's, that's one of the, the stories that has really marked our journey too. Like we don't want to be, even where we are right now with our California Will Be Saved team, like we are, we're really taking time to like get God's, God's heart for this next season. That's right. Like I don't want to be someone who just you know, kind of get stuck on the hamster wheel of productivity, mm. you know, mm. and and Ooh. just starts running because I know it's probably a good thing to do. Like, wow. I want the fullness of what God wants to release. And in order to to step into that, I think we have to have these seasons of, yeah. of like, God, what are you saying right now? Yeah. You know, and, and, and maybe it's going to offend us. And, and <laughs> this is not what I had in mind, you know, <laughs> but I think to, just to your point, like, these seasons, and it is so counter-cultural, right? right? Like, we, we live in, in this instant gratification mm-hmm. culture where, like, we, you know, seven days you can have abs like this, you know, and, like, commercials wish, here. And, like, you know, microwaves and, and instant ramen and, and oatmeal like and ramen, yeah i do too. like instant ramen. you yeah, know what i mean so like i totally get you yeah and and it's like like you know we we really i think need to dive into like wait, that like that verse psalm 46 like waiting on the lord and be mm. being still yeah. and knowing that he is god i think from that place it all of our fruit is going to flow like real fruit, you know, yeah, it's going to flow so from. Good. So I'm preaching to myself right now. Like that's like, I love to just go and go and yeah. go and go. And, yeah. 
And but we really do. I think it's such an urgent hour. Like we need God's word for yes. for the earth right now. Like we don't need like some good plan that Joel can think of. Like we really need heaven's heaven's um, plan and strategy for yeah. for this generation especially. So that's so good. I love what you said even about like being on like this hamster wheel of productivity. Right. I feel like so much of even things I've heard are just like I've seen just pushed in culture right it's like go and grow right and it's like i can't go in full maturity and then have the expectation to grow there you know what i mean it's like it's like the lord is so strategic to have us wait to have us i love verses you know where it's like um talks about like i can't remember i think it's in psalm chapter one but it says he will be like a tree planted by rivers of water Mm. right and it's like the tree could be planted like meters away maybe from the river right i don't know how long exactly a meter is but but i'll assume like (laughs) far enough to be far but close enough to be close you know yeah but their roots are gravitatory gravitating towards the source right and and i've seen it like so much even in my life like there's been times where god's been trying to sit me down and i won't let my roots grow right and and go towards where i know god's calling me i know and i see in your story i love how you shared you came to a moment where you were honest right and i think that allowed you not to just be offended later, right? Mm-hmm. And I love that so mm-hmm. much. And I think that's something that is so crucial in times when God is calling you to wait, right? Sometimes he's saving you from a future offense, right? Mm-hmm. He's saving you from so many things. I think that is so beautiful. That That is where the Lord not just encountered you, right? But even yeah. sent you forward with yeah. even more momentum going into yeah. the call of God, you yeah. know? And the momentum the next day maybe didn't feel like, okay, Ross is calling me. I don't know who this guy Ross is, you know, but the, the momentum yeah. is, well, like, I can be excited about where I'm at right now. Yeah. Because I know God is doing something I don't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. I had a season in my life where the Lord was like, you know, I, I felt God had radically changed my life, right? I do this ministry with Nicole. It's called Jesus Clubs, right? We're going to high schools, right? We're like packing out this one gym. I'm like, let's go, right? I'm like fired up. And then I remember the Lord through these this awesome way had shown me like, hey, you know, we're, you're going to do this internship um, at the church that you go to and you're not going to go to school for a year, right? You're like actually going to go to church every day for a year. And I remember in my, my own thoughts, I was like, well, what the heck? <laughs> like, that right. doesn't sound like, you know, all these great things you would have told me, Yeah. right? And it was so amazing to see because of that year and because of the faithfulness of God to me in that year, not even my own faithfulness because I... I I got tired during that year. I yeah. had moments of doubt. I had moments of things like that. But yeah. God was so faithful to me. And, yeah. and I love it because even to you, like it's so evident. God's so faithful to your yes, yeah. right? In those moments yeah. that even coming out of it, if it's still not there to be like, well, God, I'm just going to wait for you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like years go by and it's like, well, I'm just going to wait for you. And like hearing, you know, yeah. you're like, there was a pandemic. There was all this. But then all of a sudden, you know, the Lord sent someone right who you're running with now and seeing god move across california and fulfill the very prophetic word he gave you yeah right i think god is so faithful to do those things and i love how he's so gentle and tender to us right when he tells us to wait and he tells us to just sit at his feet i think that's so beautiful but i think too waiting on the lord requires dependence it teaches us at least dependency on the lord yeah Mm -hmm. right because when we wait on him you have no choice but to release control yeah right it's almost like this it's almost this like 
full surrender of it okay is. like i yeah. trust you yeah like so here i am waiting which and is so hard that's no, the hardest it part it I is think, the for me I, I think so too where it's like i want to control everything yeah like, exactly i, I want to know when where yeah. what time now yeah. Yeah, like and if right. my friends don't text me right away on the plan i'm like dude right what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. it's like i get so frustrated that's right but i think the the more i recognize in this waiting season it's not wasted because i'm growing mm-hmm. i'm learning exactly. but the depth of what i'm doing is i'm really just fully dependent on him yeah right and yeah. I, I heard this and the lord really sorry to minister this to me nicole the things that you tr- you start on your own will need to be sustained by you wow right and i can't yeah, sustain any of this yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. this will destroy me mm-hmm. and crush yeah, me yeah. and i will like plunder and i will be like roadkill that you see on the 91 freeway yeah yeah but when i wait on the lord mm-hmm. and when i am dependent on him and yeah. when i don't run ahead of him yeah then guess who sustains it he does and exactly. i think there's this freedom yeah. of like there's no pressure yeah i'm not stressing out it's mm-hmm. like i've just got to learn to wait on him and so yeah. i think as you're yeah. even talking Nay and Ra or Joel, gosh, <laughs> I'm really good with names, kind of. Um, but the, I, we get I really it a lot. think, <laughs> do you really? Yeah, we do. I, it's me funny. and my sister get that a lot. Yeah. Except they call her Nicole. Right, right. right. I really get Denny. That's um, crazy. Anyways, <laughs> it would be cool though. She's a lot cooler than I, but that's besides the point. That's funny. Um, but nonetheless, dependency on him, I think that's what waiting really does is, yeah. is it allows us to release the control of this is what I want. And what yeah. I want to do it when yeah. and when no, or that's, where. That's huge. Like even, you know, in the beginning of our journey, we, we felt God confirming it so clearly. Like, you know, even through that dream, that was a big part of it, that now is the time. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like if now is the time, then this is what God's saying. Then we got to go, you know. Yeah. And I've noticed even throughout our journey, different points of like being stressed and, and feeling anxious, I always come back to like that, that beginning of like, God, this is what you, this is what you said, yeah. you know, like exactly what you're saying. Like, this is not something that I can, you know, do in my own strength and, right. you know, in, in my own human effort that we can pull off, you know, right. like the, the promises that we're believing for, the, this is what you have spoken, mm-hmm. you know, and, and kind of just bring, putting it back, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like God, this is your dream. This is your revival, yeah. you know? This is not just wow. one mi- my ministry and my thing or, yeah. or our team's thing or, right. or whoever. Like, this is your, this is your dream, yep. wow. right? And, and this is what I said yes to, wow. right? And yeah. kind of like zooming out again and being like, okay, God, like, ground me and, and, <laughs> and center me again. Like, I'm, I'm playing one of the many roles in your dream, mm. you know? So good. So th- that's, yeah. that's what's going to sustain. And I think, too, you've got to be committed to the process, mm-hmm. right? Like, there is, like, I, I think, too, it's, I get this God dream, right? Whatever it is, California will be saved, right? Angel Stadium. And I think yep. when you get it, you're like, okay, tomorrow. Like, yeah. how many times have we, in our own humanness, have planned, well, God, this date will be fantastic tomorrow, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. we get to that date, and we're like, oh, gosh, we were so, mm-hmm. like, we have, we had this thing called um, the garage of disobedience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because we, we decided, you know what, we're going to take my garage, my backyard, and we're just going to make it this office, and it's going to be fantastic, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And now I look back, and I'm like, that was one of the dumbest things we could have done. <laughs> yeah. But we went so far ahead of God. Um, by the way, our hearts, I think, were right, yeah. right? But I think yeah. sometimes when you're just excited, and you're just passionate, and you're like, God, you gave me this, give it to yeah. me now. Um, I think there comes this like perspective that I've learned 
is I'm gonna I'm gonna be committed to the process. I'm gonna be committed to the journey of this. And as I wait and as I pray and as I believe and as I don't get ahead of God, like we're gonna see it. It, It's just a process of am I am I following him? Am I waiting? Exactly. And so anyways, hey, I kinda wanna shift the conversation. I know I've got just a couple more moments here. But Ross, um you do something. (laughs) Joel. Joel, oh my gosh. I'm just gonna make up a name. That's number for y'all. two. Can we get a Ross a Ross counter? <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna call him Roll. 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 Yeah, exactly. It's gonna help me yeah. out here. Or Joss. That's, that's um, so funny. Oh my gosh, Joel, you do something that I desire to do, and it's singing. Oh gosh. Okay. Let's go. Come on. I just desperately want to be a good singer. Desperately. They, someone once told me I'm not. Um, like tone deaf, mm-hmm. so like I'm progressively getting there. <laughs> I dropped a, a rap the other day. Uh, I'll show Ooh. it to you after this. It's Come pretty on, pretty crazy. Homie G, I wrote it my freshman year. Uh, I yeah. will show it to you. I'll, send oh, it. I'll text man. it to you. It's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> um, talk to me though, worship. Um, as we get ready to wrap up, what is what is worship to you? Mm. Uh, you're a worship leader. Um, you lead a lot of people into worship. You've led a lot of events to worship. But what does worship really mean to you? Mm-hmm. Oh man, worship is is my favorite, and uh, it's my favorite thing to talk about too. I think, first of all, worship is, um, it's it's just what I will be doing for eternity, mm-hmm. and I love that in this temporary life that I still get to tap into my eternal destiny. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, and that like that to me just blows me away. I'm like. God, like you'd allow me to tap into that now on the earth and also invite others into that. Yeah. Like that blows me away. And it's, it's just the most, it's just the most fun. You know, I think, uh, true worship allows us to see Jesus rightly. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that in heaven right now, there's a song around the throne and, you know, Revelation talks about this. Different ones talk about this. As the prophet Isaiah has this encounter as well. Um, you know, he he. I, let's talk about Isaiah for a second. He he gets caught up into a a vision of heaven, right? Isaiah chapter six, and he's he's on the earth, right? He's he's living on the earth, but he gets caught up. He he describes what he sees. He says, "There's a song going around, going on around the throne. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty." The whole earth is full of his glory, right? And um, it says, like, like, this is the year King Uzziah died, which some scholars believe that would have meant there, there was a lot of political tension in the nation, right? It, right in that same moment, Isaiah gets caught up. He sees what's going on around the throne, and um, he says, Woe am I. I have unclean lips, right? We know this, this story. Like, like, God, you've got to cleanse me. You've got to purify me. Like, what's going on right now is so holy. Like, I don't even deserve to see what's happening here, right? Like, this is his first, it's this posture of humility, right? And of, of coming to this place of, of God, like, I, I, this is crazy what I'm seeing, but you've got you've to clean me up. And, and he says, the people that I come from are also, they also need to be cleansed, yeah. right? And, and, of course, God just, he sees that, 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 posture of humility and he he breathes on it right he's like the the angel comes he cleanses his lips right and then we know the rest of the story like uh, 
I know this story in a lot of ways to be a missional chapter of, of, of Isaiah says, here am I, Lord, send me, mm-hmm. you know? But, but before anything, there was this posture of humility and coming before the throne. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's, that's one of my points, I think, with worship, that we, we must come. I think I just did a, a whole teaching on this. Um, I went through a lot of different stories throughout the Bible where people came with the opposite approach to worship, right? We, even like the story of Cain and Abel, uh, the, the story of um, uh, Ananias and Sapphira in Acts 5. Uh, they're, they're, I went all through all these different worship s- service uh, scenarios yeah. where they came with like the opposite <laughs> approach of wow. it's, it's really more about me and what I can get out of this yeah. and um, wow. how can I kind of just slip one by the Lord, right? And and still carry on with my life and still get his blessing, but not my, my, I le- I've left my heart behind, right? Wow. Like the story of Cain and Abel, like, like Cain comes and he brings him just like, like the pitiful vegetables, right? <laughs> and Abel co- brings the fattest of, of, calf, of the calves, right? And he's like this number one, like the number one offering. And, um, and so there's this, I think there's this biblical precedent with worship that like it before anything it's it's just about it's about the lord it's about ministering to him and and when we get to that place of like man i even if i don't get anything out of this and i just get to see you like that that to me is is the the purity of of worship you know like i want to look at you i know right now there's a song going going on in heaven and and it's holy 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 is the lord like the i always like to picture what is, what is it that the angels, what's on the mind of the angels, right? Describes this 10,000 by 10,000. They're in heaven right now. Like, I think the last thing on their mind is, is their own worry about their own life. Right. Like, I, <laughs> like, you can't tell me that they're up there right now and they're looking at the Son of God and they're, they're worried about, like, their own problems, and I've found, it, like, in my own life, like, when I've come through different obstacles and hardships and moments of anxiety and, and sadness and heaviness, it's because I'm so introspective and I'm, I'm so zoomed in and looking at me and me and me and me and me and everything about me. Yeah. You know? And I, I have to, like, like, God has had to remind me, like, Joel, you've got to break out of that introspective bubble you're in. Mm. And you've got to zoom out and you've got to see me. And you've got to see the story that I'm writing, right? Yeah. And, um, and so that's, I think that's my, my charge with worship is like, man, we have to, we, we, I love, you know, there's, there's a lot of different songs and a lot of different themes that songwriters, Christian songwriters are putting out, and I, and I love them, and we need all these different, you know, styles, but we need to get back to the simplicity of, of worship yeah. again. Yeah, that's right. Of like, like, even with, if, with everything we're doing with California will be saved, I see it this way. Like, ultimately, what we're doing with all of the evangelism and all of the, you know, believing for salvation and signs and wonders, ultimately what we're doing is we're inviting a whole generation to be eternal worshipers of the Lamb on the throne. That's right, yeah. Like, this is our, this is our one thing, you know? <laughs> like, before yeah. any, anything else, like, this is, like, guys, this is our... This is all we're going to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to look at him, and we're just going to sing about him, and we're just going to praise him. That's right. You know what I mean? Wow. And, it, and right now, in, in, 
in our generation, like, we have to get to this place, I think. Like, this is our one thing, you know? I think in the middle of all the distraction and all of the bombardments and the different narratives and all of the craziness that, that's going on in our generation, like, this is it, you know? And I, and I think when we f actually get to that authentic place of, of surrender and, and of, of pure worship, like, we're not going to need to worry about, like, like God does it. Yeah. You know, like just like we're talking about with waiting on the Lord, like we wait and and by the way, we don't wait forever. Right. Like there's there's an action moment. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be so ready so and That's so right. prepared and, yep. and God's going to ekbalo you. He's going to send you out mm -hmm. into your destiny. Right. Yeah. Because you were patient and you were you were submitted to the process. Right. And um, and 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 so this is that I think that's my charge for this generation. Like, man, let's. Let's just not look at ourselves for just a minute, you know, <laughs> and just look at him and just say, God, I want to see you. Maybe you've never even seen him. I, I always love to invite young people like, like, will you ask the Holy Spirit to show, to reveal Jesus on the throne? Like he's on the throne right now. Yeah. He, it might not feel like he is in your life, everything that you've come through, but right now he's, he's literally there right now. Like he's seated there in this very moment. Yeah right <laughs> I think too, so like, good I love what you're saying because I think it's important for us to make sure that you know like especially our generation yeah. is to really get our eyes off of ourselves and focus on the Lord I, and I can't think of a better posture thing than worship yeah. right? I think worship really it if you if you really worship it is not you and you're literally just focusing on the Lord yeah. it's like yeah I'm, this is unto you, and I'm going to praise you because you're good, whether I feel like you're good or not. Yeah. I'm worship you, whether I feel like it or not, and that is just the heart and the posture yeah. of worship. Mm -hmm. So and I love that. You'll be amazed at what happens in your own heart when you do get to that place, yeah. right? right? Like, God is God is so much better than we think. Oh, yeah. way better. When we get to that... We think right now. Exactly. Yeah. And you'll be, I think you'll be shocked when you, you get to that, you guys... You guys know, you've yeah. had these moments, right, of surrender with the Lord, and you get to that, and you know in, in down deep, like, if you're there or not, mm, you know? Yeah. At least I, I can speak for myself. Right. Like, no, I agree. I think, too, I, I feel like when I, I know when I'm worshiping, and I know, oh, he's here. Yeah. Yeah. And it changes, like, everything for yeah. me. It's like, okay, I get it. And you know that you've surrendered everything yep, to it's all an altar. and then he i mean every time even throughout the whole bible every time that there was an acceptable offering. sacrifice or an offering like god met it with fire wow. you know and so like that's the promise for for all of us like yeah. we get to that place of of authentic worship and complete surrender yeah. like watch out because you're like a landing pad yeah, for god's yeah. fire on your life wow you know? so i love that that's so, so it's not just like a, out of religiosity and like oh, yeah yeah like no i'm getting to that place because god's so good i know he's gonna blow my mind when i get there you know that's so good. but he's also worthy it's both it's like together right it's like i'm gonna whether i feel it or not he's worthy so i'm bringing you my worship god like i'm yeah. i know that this is true wow. it's in, in spirit and in truth right yeah. Like, you, that's just the truth. You're worthy, and so I'm bringing you my worship. And then at the same time, bam, he there comes with his fire, and it's like, Ooh, whoa. Yeah. That's so good. So. That's good. That's really well, good. I'm looking at the clock. You beat Ross, by the way. You beat Let's Ross. Let's go. Yeah, um, you did. But we do have to close it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our, our note said, let's start wrapping up, y'all. Uh, so we are going to wrap it up. Uh, Joel, thank you so much for yeah. being on the pod, TT. We love you. Uh, you're a friend. Um, 
We're also going to barbecue later today. Come uh, on, true? get the burgers. No, going. we're not. No, we're not. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. The fat Love you. calf right here. Come on. Hey, the ant, come on. Oh, but not the bad vegetables. <laughs> Just the calf. Just the meat. we're not hey. veggies. <laughs> hey. Never mind. I hope you loved it. Can't wait to see you. Peace. Can't wait to see you guys. Bye.